tens. Bye bye. Twenty tens. Twenty tens. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of You Don't Know What You Just Said podcast. I'm your host Ryan, and with me always is Ricky. Uh, I think it's Mr. Martini. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> at this point, I might go back to Ricky Moon. <laughs> and uh, of course, Dev is also back here. I nailed that intro. Uh, I mean, you you nailed it better than you did the landing down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, 2010s. <laughs> Hello, Santa falling down the stairs. You you guys are lucky I'm even here right now. With <laughs> I was are we? To, are you too are cool lucky? for school? Sunday afternoon, I was ready to quit the You Don't Know What You Just Said podcast now that I'm internet famous and I have all this internet money that they just drop bags of on my porch every Friday. So to I don't our, need this shit anymore. To our faithful listeners, uh, Devin actually dressed up as Santa last weekend at a, at a house party and he took a tumble down the stairs. <laughs> dressed just straight up Santa's. lost his footing. St. Nick had a few trulies before greeting the kitties and wasn't wearing shoes. And, and forgot there was a whole step in front of him. <laughs> well, no, I lost my foot. I slipped. I fell down the stairs. But I got right back up, as any good Santa Claus does. It doesn't matter how many times you fall. It's how many times you get back up. Oh, wow. With the Rocky speech. Yeah. yeah. My whole family knows that you fell down the stairs. Hi, told everyone. My mom was, I was talking to my mom and she's like, did you see this video? It's like, yeah, mom was there. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it. Another uh, proud moment for the, for the 2010s. Oh, yeah. I literally cannot do anything right. I had one job and it was to walk down the stairs. Uh, the kids were not even fooled. What I was getting dragged the most for in the comments on that Barstool post was the trash bag. The trash bag. Yeah. I thought it was good, 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 good look. Yeah. Look, nice trash bag. There's a million things going on in this video, and that's what you're going to focus your attention on. The trash bag. Next Sorry, I didn't have time to get a velvet sack. Yeah. Next, next year, you get to bring your sexy velvet I didn't even know I was doing it until sack. 10 minutes before it happened. I, I thought this was like planned weeks in advance. There were there were whisperings of it happening. Who Like, whose costume was it? Uh, I don't know. Christina borrowed it from somebody. Home. Oh, there was talks of it being me. Uh, I didn't know or think it was actually going to happen. And then Christina's like, go upstairs. There's a Santa suit waiting for you. All right. Are you sure this is a good idea? I've been drinking for like three and a half hours. It's not the first time Devin's ever been said. I hope she knows a seamstress because the stitching on that mug (laughs) needs some uh, Unfortunately, the the suit fit me better than I would care to admit. I mean, the belt. The belt did not. (laughs) Matt, (laughs) Willie had to follow me and hold the belt in place (laughs) because I couldn't Buckle it. <laughs> While stifling <laughs> laughter after you <laughs> fell down. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, the, the kids were fooled for all of uh, 30 seconds. <laughs> the best when the camera like pans to Ray and he's just fucking losing his mind. <laughs> so speaking of Santa, how was everybody's Christmas? Was it a good Christmas? Did you get everything you want? Were you good little boys this year? I actually got probably the best gift I've gotten in, in decades. It is so good. You can tell us what it is. What is it? Yeah, they're a pair of the black and red Jordan Elevens. Wow. Yeah, they're really you're a sneakerhead. I'm I'm generally not, but th- these these pair of sneakers kind of hit home because I the last time I had them, I, we were kids and we were in the Philippines, and uh, he remembered actually how much I love those sneakers. Santa. No, my brother. <laughs> I, can, I I will never believe in the Santa after seeing you fall down the stairs. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Everyone's Santa for all the adults. But other than that, yeah, we had um, multiple Christmases. It wasn't four Christmases. There were two. My sister hosted one and my brother hosted the other. And uh, it was a wild ride because a lot of people were fucking sick. Mm. I think I rival your best Christmas gift for me. Early, early in the morning, Christmas. Uh, St. Nick paid me a visit and gave me a little... uh, Christmas Rhea. Oh no! <laughs> I, had some, I had the Santa squirts at about three o'clock in the morning. I was going to say it was lasagna. Oh no! But I think it was actually the sausage and peppers because I had some more of them yesterday. Mm. And you had the same problem. It was pretty gassy last night. <laughs> so I started my Christmas on the toilet, huh. peeing out my butt. Oh man! Mm. I'm not going to name any names, but was that raised lasagna? No, no, that did not give me. Christmas Bria. That lasagna was actually his mom made it. Oh, Donna. Donna. That's not her name. Ah. 
Doris. Delicious. It's Darlene. Ah, yes. And all I could think about when I was looking at her at Christmas was the time that Ray called her drunk at like two o'clock in the morning in New Orleans just to ask if she likes bologna sandwiches. And Ryan's in the background going, I love you, Donna. Apparently, that's not her name. Speaking of bologna sandwiches, uh, just like last week, Ricky got us in a festive mood to prepare for the topic by making us martinis. Ryan got us in a festive mood to prepare for us to talk about what we're going to talk about today by making us bologna sandwiches. They were delicious. And I'm really liking this trend where one of you makes me something before we start <laughs> recording because it's always something that I love. I'd like to make you disappear. <laughs> That's rude. Your hair sucks. <laughs> <laughs> My hair does not suck. He changed up for the the in earbuds for today's session because I didn't want to mess up the quaff. Worked really hard on it. It's a poof. Yeah, I it's call a it a poof. Yeah. A joof. A joof. Said <laughs> <laughs> to slide that in there. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. So let's get towards the topic of the day. No one gives a fuck about Ricky's Christmas, so let's move on. No, oh, I'm yeah, fine Ricky, with it. Yeah, Ricky, no. come on. We want well, to hear. You know, it, was, a lot of meats. it wasn't. Uh, uh, it didn't involve seven candles. I love like eight candles. So stupid. Um. No, it was good. The, the, it's all about the kids at this point. So my daughter, well, probably the highlight is my daughter got a Nintendo Switch. So, I saw that. Whoa. I'm coming over a lot more. So I got myself a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> got me a Nintendo Switch. Works. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was good, though. I did get my wife Broadway tickets, though. What show? Uh, we're going to go see um, a, or, or Mor- Book of Mormon. Good ass oh, show. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Ass. Got good deal sure. and uh, probably the worst seats the theater has to offer. <laughs> Way to go, Rick. There's Don't two, spoil her too much. There's like a two seats in the back right by the exit. <laughs> That's where we're sitting. I think I had some bologna sandwich on my whip ring. I wish that meant that the cheap the seats were cheaper. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was well, I, I heard was that like, was whatever. a great show. Yeah, I hear it's really funny. Good. So I'm excited to check that out. But the po- the topic of today is we're coming up rapidly towards the end of twenty, the end of the twenty tens. Well, when people hear this, it will actually be twenty ten. Twenty twenty. Wow, New oh, Year's Day. Today's. A, I feel like I'm in. A Happy time New Year, warp. everyone. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a time warp right now because from my family is, to yours, this is our last recording of 2019, but our first episode of 2020. Whoa! So I feel like an Avenger right now, just like jumping through a time warp. Um. Okay. Yeah. Gay. I'm trying to think of a, a pun a pun <laughs> Avenger name. <laughs> Fapped in America. <laughs> so yeah, happy new year. If you're listening to this, it's officially the new year. And to we bring made the new it. year, we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about the highs and lows of the past decade because we're officially in a new decade. Yep. The twenty twenties. The roaring twenties. Looking through this stuff, the twenty ten I understand 10 years. I didn't realize how far back 10 years feels at this point. Like, yeah, it feels like a lifetime ago. It, it's oh yeah, crazy, the stuff that I was like scrolling through. And just, just real quick, just kind of like looking through pictures and music and stuff just from back. I'm saying back in the day, but it's t- 10 years ago. Wow. I mean, there's Things pictures that I see from less than 10 years ago. That, that are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Five years ago seems like forever. Just from pictures? No, it doesn't. Shut up. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> it's crazy. Though. Yeah, five years ago seems like a lifetime ago too. Uh, I was a young buck with only one and a half chins. Movie stars have changed. Uh, famous singers have changed. Yeah. Uh, you know what's popular in terms of trends and shit has changed. Clothes has changed. Like we're just, we're just gonna let like that you're... one and a half chins comment go go by the wayside, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it was a good line. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You <laughs> fucking Ricky, you piece of garbage. Mm. Yeah, so. I feel like you're listing uh, a bunch of things that we should, I don't know, maybe discuss. Sure. I mean, throwing them out there, see, uh, see what sticks. All right. So he's still working on his transitions. The, uh, the best. I the don't best. transit. I don't transition. I just speak. Let's talk about the best and the worst trends of the decade. Um, now, what do you mean by trend? Yeah. Ugh, we had this discussion before. What's yeah. a trend? Uh, trend and like fashion f- trend. No, a trend is like. Um, Short lived. I think trend. 
I personally think the trend and fad is the same thing. Okay, that's fair. But you had a definition for fad that you said it was more like fashion. No, I think a trend is more fashion driven, whereas a fad is more like uh, fidget spinners. I'm on team same shiznit. You mean the, the it's same the fad? same fad All and right. trend? Are the Let's same start thing. with fucking fidget spinners. Those things are stupid, <laughs> and they lasted about six months. Not great. Yeah, that's they're not it. great. Have you ever played with one? I have. I've balanced them on my nose while they spun. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little party trick that I do. Yeah. That and the golf ball trick, which I'll show you later tonight. Oh, God. I don't want to see it. But, oh, no, sorry. <laughs> Ping pong balls. They fly further. Um, I get that they served a purpose. It was, you know, for, for kids with ADHD or people with anxiety, and it can calm them down. I think whoever invented the fidget spinner decided that they could, they could uh, exploit these ailments and make a quick buck out of it. Well, there's another thing, right? Because when's the last time you saw someone with a fidget spinner? What, did we just cure anxiety and ADHD? No, if you go to a school, you'll see them. They're yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I don't know about yeah, that. they're everywhere. They well, have I'm not allowed within 50 yards of a school. So <laughs> yeah. With good reason. That, that was definitely in the 2010s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they, they still, they got them in different colors. They, you know, they graffiti them. They, you know, customize them any way you want. Uh, but yeah, they're all over the place. And uh, what started to happen was it, it, it got so, it used to be, like you said, for kids with, with uh, anxiety disorders and, and, and ADHD and stuff. And then what ended up happening was everybody wanted one. So it was like, hey, I want that. And I don't have any issues or anything like that. And I just want to play with that. So like every other toy, it started being looked at as a toy. And they were told that they couldn't really use them anymore. But they're still around. Kids got them in their book bags and stuff. Some schools embrace it. Other schools don't. I got another one. Go ahead. Planking. So stupid. That was stupid when it started. I think plank. Oh, I mean, planking. it's still stupid. Planking was like an early 2010s thing. Yeah. I just don't understand how it, it it erupted into a fad. I thought it was stupid the first time I ever saw a fucking video of someone the only, standing the only time, still. The only time for, a planking video is funny is when someone decided to plank on top of like a like a, a telephone pole. And then lost their footing or their planking. <laughs> like that <laughs> just fell off. Like that cold open in the office. Yeah. <laughs> parkour. Hardcore parkour. <laughs> this is getting so stupid. I fuck with parkour heavily. Really? Yeah. I like seeing it. It's like, still around, isn't it? Yeah. It was like, in the office. That cold open. Yeah, but I, well, that was, what year was that? That was like 20. It was in the 2010s for 2010s, sure. 2010s, yeah. Parkour has been around forever. It's not a fad. That's what I was going to ask. It's an Do art. You, it's like karate. I don't know if no. this counts as parkour, but like those videos of those Russian guys like hanging off of like bridges. Are they just hanging? Yeah. Because parkour is it's finding about, interesting ways to get from point A to point B. Right. That's what it is. Okay, so maybe it's not parkour. But I mean, if they're already where they Russian need to be. guys hanging from bridges. Yeah. Mm. It's pretty wild. <laughs> you get, I like, I get shivers that are like, Shiver me timbers. <laughs> oh my God. What is that? I'm sorry. You watch some weird <laughs> shit on the internet. No, man. I, I saw it on Rogan. Fapped in America. Yeah. Uh, no, I I, uh, I don't, I don't, I guess it doesn't count as a fad because, like you said, it's still art. around and it's definitely not an art. Terrible <laughs> trend for the 2010. I mean, it might have gotten, so it might have gotten popular. That's the thing. Like, parkour might have became popular at some point and everyone started making videos and shows like The Office were like, you know, mocking it or whatever. Yeah. But it's just because it became popular doesn't make it a fad because people were doing it before and they continue to do it. When's the last time you saw someone planking? Or here's yeah, another thing. And this one, I kind of, eating Tide Pods. That was, I was just about to bring that up. Okay. Here's the thing about eating Tide Pods. That was short-lived. That is Darwinism. But at its finest. <laughs> if you are not smart enough to realize you shouldn't be eating Tide Pods, then bon appetit. Yeah. Because I don't want you around. <laughs> Eat all the Tide Pods and go away. Natural was, selection, it baby. Was, it was young kids. I mean, it was young kids that, uh, you know, I don't know, looking for something to do. I don't know. There were some not so young people doing that, too, though. Was it really? I, oh, yeah. I didn't follow that one. I it just, was so was bad stupid. that they have to ha- they have to have Rob Gronkowski do a Tide Pod commercial about how eating Tide Pods is not cool. In the commercial that you shouldn't eat Tide Pods. Don't do this. When someone like Rob Gronkowski is telling you not to do something, <laughs> you shouldn't be doing. He's it. definitely eating a few Tide Pods. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. snorted a couple more, more than a few. Not even the insides. He just snorted an entire Tide Pod <laughs> like a cartoon, <laughs> right up the nose. 
What else we got? Parkour. Oh, 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 oh. I feel bad saying this one because it was for a good cause. There's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of, uh, of of fads and viral videos that that happen, and the intentions are good. Mm-hmm. But um, the ice bucket challenge. Oh, you didn't like that. The problem with it is that people, I think they forgot what it was for. Yeah, for sure. And just wanted to post a video of themselves ducking, dumping a bucket of ice on them. Mm-hmm. My favorite ice bucket challenges were the ones where they have like a giant bucket from like 10 feet up. Mm-hmm. And whoever was responsible for dumping the ice accidentally lost the bucket and bucket <laughs> or, full or of ice would be like on someone's head. In no <laughs> position to be able to lift a heavy ass bucket of ice and water but over their heads. I got furious because there's this band called Metro Station who are just the worst. Whoa, Metro Station. Metro hater? Station. Oh, I don't hate that song. I don't hate it either. Well, <laughs> they did an ice bucket challenge. Mm. And the ice bucket challenge was them like pouring gray goose on their head, and they just used the video to promote their upcoming tour. Mm. And like the idea behind the ice bucket challenge was to raise awareness and money for ALS, which is noble. And I, 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 I get that. But, um, they use it to promote their tour, and they weren't even dumping ice on their heads. They were they were dumping high end vodka on yeah. their heads. Which is and I saw was the video. Iced? Was it cold vodka on their head? Know, but I saw the video and felt compelled to retweet it and say something along the lines of like, "God, you are the the worst." Just like awful <laughs> shit bag people. But there were other challenges also, like uh, the cinnamon challenge. Cinnamon chat was that in the that was a good one, I think so. Where you had to have eat like a whole spoonful of cinnamon. There is a there's a try to swallow it. There's a woman that films, she's a YouTube star, and her name is Glozell. I don't know if you ever heard of her. She's the woman. Have you ever seen the video of the woman who went food shopping and was like showing off all like the fruits that she got? And she was like, Oh, we got this little, this little pepper, this little cherry right here. And she bit into it, and it was a habanero pepper, (laughs) and she's Okay. <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know who Glozell is, just look at YouTube search yeah. for Glozell. She did a cinnamon challenge, and it's wonderful. <laughs> it's really, it's really wonderful. I love Glozell, and I love that cinnamon challenge. I think I actually tried doing the cinnamon challenge. I I thought it was. I didn't to film it because I'm not a narcissist. I just did it at a house party with some friends for fun. Wasn't it just definitively proven that your body actually physically cannot do it? I mean, it's kind of like trying to like. There was another challenge again. I don't know if this was the 2010s, but when they like, you had like a, you had 60 minutes, uh, 60 seconds to eat like 10 pieces of white bread or something like that. Saltines. The one was saltines and one was white bread, and you can't physically do it because it just dries out your mouth. Mm-hmm. The cinnamon challenge, it does the same thing. It, it does just, the same like, thing. Dries out your mouth, but then like the spice is just overpowering, and you know. You, <laughs> You choke. <laughs> it's a safer yes. version of the Tide Pod challenge. So I'm pretty sure you, I don't know if anyone died it. from the cinnamon challenge. I don't know that anyone successfully did it. One, one challenge that I could out. back was the, the running man challenge. Which was that? Uh, it's when these college basketball kids just started doing, um, there was a, some song from the 90s. They were doing some stupid dance to it. And they ended up getting on Ellen or something like that. Mm. But that was really, it, it was really funny to see. Mm. It's um, one of those viral things if you go on like um, Instagram and check out like running the hashtag running man challenge, mm-hmm. then you'll see it. Mm. It's pretty funny. Uh, the uh, the Harlem Shake was a good one. I liked that one. Yeah. There was one video I saw that was. <laughs> I like the Bernie better. It was really disgusting. Was it the Bernie? No. Well, the Harlem Shake. It was you know the video where like everyone would start out like the music would start playing and everyone's just like standing there calmly and like sometimes they're wearing. They're just extending their crumbly. And then when the when the beat drops, like it just cuts to them just going crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like wearing costumes and stuff. There was this one person that did the Harlem shake on the toilet <laughs> and was doing a handstand and twerking on the toilet while squirting diarrhea everywhere. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a good, that was a good Harlem shake. That's terrible. It's a good one. There's the Mentos in the uh, Coke thing. That's not a fad. That's science, Ricky. But did I 
Uh, listen, I didn't find out about it until like 2015. So you don't find out about <laughs> yeah. a lot of things. You're late to the game for a lot of things. That one was. I thought it was new, and then they would do different ways of doing it. They did the giant one with the with the pool. Here's one that's going to be triggering to a lot of people. Uh, gender reveal parties is, was a thing in the 2010s. Really? That wasn't before the 2010s? Nah. I hate those. They're so stupid. In my day, we used to call, we used to know, refer to gender reveals as birth. That was when you gender revealed. Or in you your day? Like, or you had the picture. <laughs> Back in your day? Or they... you just went to the, 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 the photographs. doctor and they gave you the envelope and you either looked at it or you waited until the baby was born. And then you have all these fucking over-the-top gender reveals and it's i'll tell you the the, the one thing i don't like I, I don't mind any of that stuff whatever you're excited you know find reasons to to be celebrate fine whatever but the thing i don't like is the 3d picture of the baby you ever see that that creeps me out that's so weird yeah, the baby never looks like that because it's covered in glop yeah. and by the time you see it for the first time yeah. ideally they've cleaned it off a bit you know like so that that image is just distorted and the baby's still being formed and it's like oh let me see this th- weird thing three-dimensionally like I, anyway gender reveals are stupid <laughs> hey, I they're really dumb i don't like when they do it just for like facebook or instagram yeah, where it's like, like they gotta make it's not even a party do. it's just like hey that's a creative way for me to like do this or whatever that's the only i mean I'm my fine. favorite gender reveal was the one where they had it in a balloon and they went to pop the balloon, and it didn't pop, and instead the balloon just flew away. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you get. You fucking jerk. for trying to build suspense. Now you'll never know. Just birth the baby and call it a day. Yeah, the, fa- the fails are so funny. The fails are great. Yeah, they're great. I guess that would be a fad. The gender reveal fails. I don't know if that's a that's a fa- that's not a. F- the fad is the gender reveals. The fails are what I appreciate mm. from the fad. Okay. I also hate when the fathers are visibly upset or or disappointed <laughs> when the the glitter or the smoke or the whatever comes out green uh pink <laughs> like visibly upset like you're such a piece of shit like you're having a child who gives a shit if it's a boy or a girl just be happy that you're having a child yeah, people are assholes yeah <laughs> what else you got Okay, so the next question I have for you guys is that you go to sleep on December 31st, 2019. You wake up the next morning, and instead of 2020, the year is 2010. Uh, what do you do first, and why do you do it? I've been thinking about this question all week. Yeah. And it's hard. Sure, Mike on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's on. Cool. Um, <laughs> We're so good at this. <laughs> yeah, this this is a hard question because I just have so many regrets. <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be a regret. <laughs> no, just the first thing you'd want to, you'd be excited that you could do because it's 2010. So are we talking about like ch- going back and changing something, like doing something differently or just like reliving something or you go to you go to you. Let's say you wake up. It, it, it's January 1st, 2010, and you know everything that's going to happen. Yeah. Right. So I was thinking about this for myself and I was thinking like, huh, in 2016, 2017, 2018, Bitcoin was a big thing. Oh, yeah. So dump my money into Bitcoin and make out like a bandit towards the end of the decade. Mm. Uh, January 1st. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, dump my cunt ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> See, you just kind of stole my answer because January 1st, 2010, I, I wake up and say, do not pursue. What's your name? Uh, because that's like when I started pursuing her. You had to pursue her? Yeah, can you believe that? I just assumed she came after you. I mean, it was it was a little... Bunny and all. Ways, but no, well, the bunny came after Bunny and ham. Yeah, we don't we don't go down that road. Mm. But yeah, you know what? If I didn't go down that road, I wouldn't wind up where I did. That's the, see, that's the thing that fucks with me, is like when you ask that question, it's like, oh, you know something, so you know what would you do? And I start thinking about like, well, if I do something different, then things don't end up the way that they do. It's called the butterfly effect. Yeah. Ever heard of the movie? I the have. Butterfly effect. Did you watch it? I did. M- m- many times. Really? Great movie. One uh, of my favorites. Never watched it. When did it come out? Number one of the, the 2010s. Of the 2010s. <laughs> I don't think it came out in uh, 2010. No. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if you want to get like really deep, yeah. I guess the one thing I do is say, hey, Paulie P, maybe don't take that, that bike ride tonight. You know, yeah. save it for the next day. Mm. Oh, that's real. Ooh, that was deep. Yeah, yeah. A real that Debbie Downer. Real deep. Sorry to, sorry to just ruin the podcast. Okay, uh, but yeah, I guess save my dad's life would be my my redo. I can't even help laugh. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not hard funny, not but... to. Yeah. Oh shit. 
Uh, yeah, save my dad's life. That's a good one. <laughs> Ryan, beat that. <laughs> good luck. Invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't really have a lot of regrets. Anything I didn't do? Anything I would change? It might be something financial, like you know, don't take out all your savings and blow it on alcohol and shit. Maybe Is that what you did? Yeah, I just would just take money out all the time and just nice. drink. Um, so I would. I would, I think. For don't me, worry, bro. You can have some of my Bitcoin money. <laughs> He's got Buku. I got your back. Buku, I'm, I'm assuming bucks. we are not friends at the point that you're, <laughs> you're just a, a cashing out. <laughs> yeah. Now nah, there's he, definitely some friends that would dump. Bitcoin, he would not be friends with us. And of course, I, I, he definitely would be making this podcast with us. <laughs> God no. I have my own network. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> no. Uh, there's definitely some friends that would dump if I was rich, though. You guys are not in that. Nice. Oh. We made the cut, Ricky. Nice. Hell yeah. You guys would still be in my league. <laughs> <laughs> I just pick up at, pick up and drop everybody because five dollar waiver pickups were still a thing back then. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got hella cash to blow. Five hundred waiver moves in one season. I think it would probably have to be something more financial though. Pick I, my dad was already dead in twenty ten, so I can't save his life. Although if I was gonna save his life, I'd have to go way back. Put down the cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> drop it. He won't. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no yeah it would probably be some financial i guess i don't i don't know too much stuff when did um uh who made money on amazon amazon ended up making a lot of money the bezos work. yeah Jeff yeah bezos. it started how long ago i mean i know that the company he started way back when but um there was hey, something with, about like the whole thing like stock like yeah, Google yeah. And, and yeah 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 amazon yeah that's sure. that's in that time frame oh yeah so maybe something like that i'll tell you what i would what I would also maybe do. Uh, this also a bummer, but on a much less Keep coming. Keep on a much less aggressive Keep scale. Keep them coming. Um, I would. So in in 2012, I had the opportunity to either play drums for one band or another, and I chose the band that I played because it was a band that I had been a, a fan of for a very long time. Was it I Call Fives? It was I Call Fives. Okay. I've been, I've been a fan of them for a very long time. It was almost like that movie Rockstar. Where Mark Wahlberg winds up playing, he's singing in Hooky's favorite band. <clears throat> uh, I was a big fan of them for probably about three or four years, and uh, I chose to play drums for them mm-hmm. instead of uh, a band called State Champs, who is now oh. quite, quite large, <laughs> quite famous, <laughs> basically doing everything I had tried to do between, <clears throat> I'd say, starting in the year two thousand. Up until 2013, uh, they're they're pretty much doing everything that I that I tried to be doing. And, and <laughs> so uh, there was like a three month period where that would that that album was the only album I'd listened to. Yeah, it was so good. They're I'm not good. familiar you with either band. It. I'll tell you. Uh, I, I'll tell you why I blew it. Uh, because I am an idiot and I listened to the wrong album. I didn't realize that they had an EP out, uh-huh. and I had listened to their first full length. Which, full disclosure, was not very good. The and EP I was, like, was fucking And I was phenomenal. like, no, no, I'm not. I mean, like, I, it's an easy choice. Like, I love this band. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to be huge. because They were, like, right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had listened to the State Champs' first, first full length, which was not very good. And I didn't even hear any um, potential in it. And uh, didn't realize that they had an EP out already that was very good. And I remember I was at work at Guitar Center when I heard the EP for the first time and I went, Oh fuck. <laughs> what did I, I do? I fucking, I goofed big time. And then some shithead eight year old kid walked in and asked me for a pair of drumsticks and is banging around on a pair, uh, on a, on a drum set. <laughs> well, I have to stand there and make minimum wage plus commission instead of play. Hey, plus commission. Yeah. Plus commission. Oh yeah. You know how hard it is to make commission when you work in the drum department of guitar center? <laughs> it is impossible. <laughs> So yeah, I'd say that's the uh, the, the most lighthearted difference that I would. I would I take would, my Bitcoin money and I double down, oh, and, Bitcoin, and be like, <laughs> "I'll bet you all the money in the world that uh, Donald Trump will be the president in 2016." Oh, no one saw that one come. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that would be. That's a pretty good. I bet you. Mm, if I, see, when Home Alone dad. Two comes out, I bet. I bet you that guy. <laughs> I could either. I could either. The guy on the I could either, either save my dad's life. Play drums for the band that that I had 
been wanting to play for my whole life or prevent Donald Trump from being president. Now, this is a tough one. How do you prevent Donald Trump from being president? You can't stop you that can't train, stop man. That. That is a, I, I, literally, sure. Like, there would be nothing you could do. You're not politically connected. I mean, if you know that it's going to happen. You just brace yourself for it. It's happening no matter what. Maybe just have Hillary pivot and change her whole platform. <laughs> we got to keep out the Mexicans. Hillary Clinton elected the next president of the United States. Easy peasy. <laughs> you go down the history as one of the best uh, campaign leaders. Yeah. I could have been, been Hillary's campaign manager. Me and Slick Willie rubbing elbows on private jets. Not the Lolita Express. This is the oh! man. We have to go back to feds. Okay. Are we going to talk about memes later or memes count as feds? Um, I think same thing. Same thing? Yeah. We need to discuss memes for a moment. Absolutely. Best meme of the 2010s. Oh. And I don't know why it's considered a meme because it's truth. Mm. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> That's the best one. Yeah. Of the there's decade. Not, there's not yeah. one meme you put towards that, though. Huh? There's not one meme that you put towards that. I'm, th- I'm thinking about, like, a picture. Yeah, with caption. Yeah, but there's there's different scenarios where Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself or Jeffrey Epstein didn't hang himself make an appearance like a Christmas tree or not. No, no, no. A meme that sticks out in your head is one with a very clear picture of what it is. All right, whatever. I just wanted to mention Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> we got to work that in somewhere yeah, else. Move on. Hillary I just wanted to make it clear that as Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, I would not be flying the Lolita Express with Bill Clinton. I just want that to be known. He could, I'll, I'll charter my own jet. You and Jeff head to Bermuda without me. Best song of the 2010s. I have a couple. Ah, uh, I have a couple. I do too. I think, okay. It's a tie. I'm going to hate both your choices. No, I'm going to say that now. I have, I have a few though. Yeah, I have, a, I, I have like a few, three. but I mean the absolute like song that defines the 2010s. It's, Dif- it's a tie. Between Call Me Maybe by Carla Rae Jones. I fucking hate that song. Carla, <laughs> Call Me Maybe. Written yeah. by James Ramses. Okay. From Mariana's Trench. Uh-huh. How can you, how can you I do, it? I do like, yeah. And that's not his name. <laughs> what is it? It's like John Ramsey. I said James. You said James Ramses. James Ramses. 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 James Ramses. Did Nacho Libre come out in the 2010s? Because that's nah, I think it was like 2005. Yeah, that was that was yeah. That was God. A, okay. Yeah. And um, so tie between Call Me Maybe and Uptown Funk. When I think okay, of the 2010s, I, yeah, it's I, Call I, Me I, Maybe and Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk like for Uptown sure. Funk. Uptown Funk. But then you got some runner ups, runners up. Runner, runner uppies, runner, runners, up, run, runners, upsidious. Those who runs, those who uh, runner north, run, runners of the upper. <laughs> um, wrecking ball by Miley Cyrus. I like that one. That should have been your. That should have been, been your number, been number one. one. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah. No, okay, so wrecking yeah, ball, yeah. <laughs> wrecking ball is my number one. But I'm not a selfish person, so I'm speaking for all humanity. There was that time. Where I didn't want to be your friend because of how hard you rocked up to that song. So I loved it. Um, That's when I fell in love with them. <laughs> Wide Awake by Katy Perry Ugh. is another. Ugh. Ugh. No. Ugh. These two you're going to hate, but got to say it. Despacito. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I, I it, it doesn't define the 20 song though. was going to come on that list. Uh, well, I, oh, I, I was going to go from that album. From I'm the not other album. done, folks, because coming in. With a last ditch effort, is it? It's sorry by Justin Bieber. Uh, no, I was gonna go with "Love Yourself." No, no, no. 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 It's sorry. Sorry might be. Sorry is my favorite Justin Bieber song. Period. Mm. That's another 2010 thing. Period. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a t, it's not annoying. <laughs> and a period. <laughs> period. Yeah, sorry by nope. Justin Bieber <laughs> no is pop. definitely up there. I know that I'm 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 missing. I'm definitely missing a lot. I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this. You, and I know that these all live in the same pop space. Yes. Pop There's music, no country songs? Pop that you music were? rules the world. You didn't. You were big into country for a little while. I mean, I still am, but I'm not going to say any of those songs were like the best songs of the. the not even. I mean, I'm talking like. Chicken not even Fried a song by. Like, uh, like, I don't even. I'm, I think Chicken Fried was like 2017. There's, there's yeah. a song that I thought was rather special for the 2010s. Parachute? Wrote a oh, song. That one little, uh, I thought it was important to you for some like reason. A, something about like a catfish dinner. 
if if we were discussing my favorite songs of the 2010s, the conversation would be a lot more different. So that's you, what you this did, is, though. You did, but you didn't pick a you didn't pick a song for your wedding that was one of your favorite songs. I did, but so, it's well, it's without without you by Parachute, right? Which is but clearly one of the best songs of the, of the 2010s. I see, there's probably plenty of people who have never not only heard that song but never heard of Parachute as a band. Agreed. I was trying to keep this. Um, relatable for everybody. I was trying to mention oh, wow. songs that, like, is there a single person on the planet ha- that hasn't heard "Call Me Maybe"? No, or, unfortunately. Or "Wrecking Ball." I mean, these were massive songs. Well, I'm assuming where they don't have radios. Okay, but in America, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So <laughs> I didn't want to be naming like, <laughs> all right, if it's my list, uh, uh, the the fuck is the Waster song? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't know. So it's, it's so good that I can't even remember the name of it. But I mean, I'd be naming songs. But there are there are songs that kind Tidal of, Wave by Living with Lions. Great. These are like great songs, but no one's ever heard them. There are songs that bridge the gap, though, that are your favorite and a lot of other people's favorite. You know, Uptown yeah. Fuck is agreed. It's got to be number one in terms of overall popularity and where I like it. But there's a lot of songs that you know I love that a lot of people don't like. Or don't know about. Like, yeah. Who do you love by Marianne's Trench? That yeah, would have been my. That's, a, well, that's one know. of my twenty tens for sure. Again. Not a lot of people know that song. No, but I fucking love that. I song. know we went I, to their I, concerts. You know, Not I, a lot of people showed up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's, uh, including yourself. <laughs> I, I didn't go. I thought we were um, discussing, um, just like songs that defined the decade. Oh, we can discuss whatever the fuck we Define want. It's our podcast. You. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm challenging you a bit. I'm talking about ourselves here. Yeah. You know, if we want to be, you know, we can we could mention what we what was popular on the charts. I mean, there, there's also a lot of songs that were not 2010 songs that made comebacks, or we just got into, like Toto, right? Africa. Africa. <sighs> well, that so was good. that was that Down Easter Alexa. That was 2009. That was a fun night. Went to a couple Billy Joe concerts in the 2010s, so that that was that was a big thing for a little while. I went to one. No, I went to like four. Did you really? Yeah, I no. did a lot. I went. Billy Joel guy. Over here. I've seen Billy Joel in my in Florida. Big I went to Florida. Big BJ guy over here. <laughs> He's a B jobber. Love me some BJ. As Billy likes to call his fans, B jobbers. B jobbers. Where um, my B jobbers at? Yeah, I'm sorry for trying to set you up on that one too. I thought you would bit into it a little bit better than what, you did, but uh, you love? with the whole parachute thing oh, and it yeah. being your favorite song for the no, 2010s. No, I mean yeah. obviously that song is a special <laughs> place in my heart because they wrote it just for me and Andy. Obviously. <laughs> the music video was amazing. Yeah. You guys were all over yeah, that. We were, in, we were the music video. Uh, yeah, no. I well, so one of the things that so there, I think music changed exponentially oh, yeah. in the in the 2010s, and I and there was a song I just offhanded mentioned to Ryan, but um, uh, "Forget You" by CeeLo Green. That Who, was way before the 2010s. That was 2010. Are you serious? That was 2010. God, 2010 feels like uh, it's 10 years it's ago. A f- <laughs> God. 10 years ago. But the the, the media and, and everything has changed so much in these last 10 years that like I feel like it's almost like 2010 to 2015 is one decade and 2015 to, to now to 2020 is going to be another decade or 2019 is an entirely other decade. Like yeah. it's just, it's crazy. We should have done a... Best albums of the 2010s. Because well, then we just go to Bieber. Yeah, oh, you know what a, a good, good 2010 song was? What? Uh, Walk the Moon. Yes. Yes. Shut up and uh, shut up and dance when we came out yeah. in 2010. Oh wait, never mind. It was in the 2010s. Oh, yeah. Sorry. How do I get to my most played songs on Spotify? Because I want to see this. That thing's not real. Yeah, it is. They played a whole bunch of songs that they said. Just data. They told me it was a. Uh, no, and I knew for a fact what my top played songs. Right, while this be, guy, while this guy's looking for it, Ricky, what are yours? The All right, of. top songs: uh, CeeLo Green, "Forget You," definitely uh, one of the three. Uh, I really, really, really liked that Justin Bieber album that he redeemed Purpose. himself. So Purpose I would, was a very, very good album. There was that summer. That's the only who thing did I Purpose? To, Justin Bieber. Pur- oh, Purpose. That's the yeah, album. That's yeah, the yeah. name of the album. Yeah, it's it's a uh, that whole album was really good. And I th- so for me, the song that I like is. Um, uh, love yourself, just because I thought it was such a cool play on words. Ed Sheeran wrote that song. It was fun. Oh, oh Ed Sheeran! Ed Sheeran's perfect. Yeah. perfect. Perfect. This no, so not perfect. Castle on the Hill. Okay. No, not Castle on the Hill. 
Supermarket Flowers. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> that song became so much less sad. Shape of You? No. English no, Girl? Supermarket Flowers. Became... Was it English Girl? No. Uh, Irish? No. Spanish Girl? No. Th- that song became so much less sad once I found out it was about his grandma and not his mom. And Sheeran was a breakout the first star. Time I heard this 20- song. I was Get standing ready under for the your seven eyes train. to piss tears. I was <laughs> standing under the seven train, and I was listening to the album, and I heard this song, and like I just started crying. Like standing under the train. It was so, so sad. And then I found out it was about his grandma, and I was like, "Ugh, come on!" Def- definitely the saddest song of the decade. Oh. Hands down, the decade. Wait, are we gonna ignore Adele? Yeah, hello. Is a, are you kidding me? It's a good song, but it's for not, saddest songs. No, this song no, is so much sadder. Hello from the Come on, it's like oh, uh, one of my more recent favorite songs uh, that I think uh, this is me from from uh, the Greatest Showman. Oh yeah, great song. And uh, also shallow, which I didn't think I was gonna like. But I'm big into oh, that. Right, right. Lady Gaga and uh, right, right. and Bradley, whatever. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Uh, that's a great fucking song. And again, th- those are relatively recent, but that's why I'm saying I feel like it's a split. Like, oh, if we, we would have to do 2010 to 2005 as like one decade and 2005 to 2019 as another. Because th- there's just so much in terms of the breadth of types of songs, you know? And, and like what was popular then is just can't even scratch the top 10 charts, you know, with what's popular now, the way that they're making music. You want to hear my top 10 songs of 2019 according to Spotify? Hit me. <clears throat> the sad news is that coming in at number 11 uh, was Newfound Glory's cover of This Is Me. Almost <laughs> made it. That's a, that's a good one. But that was also a late ad. So. Mm-hmm. Number one, the song that I've been... Talking about nonstop for the past 10 minutes. I cannot remember the name of Footprints by Waster. Oh, yeah. This okay. song yeah, yeah. I could listen to over and over again. And I do. That's why it's my number one most played song from 2019. <laughs> it's I don't see it here, um, but Tidal Wave Tidal by Living With Lines is another one of those songs that I could just listen to over and over again. Again, these are bands that you've never heard of. Most people have yeah. never heard of. I'm not even blinking at you right now. songs that they've never heard, but those two, I mean... Tidal waves, God, but honestly, there's nothing wrong. So I, no, there's, there's, I'm, I'm big into, I'm is. big into I'm discovering. Saying, I wanted want yeah. to name songs that like people would know and be like, oh yeah, you're right. Like we I should, totally forgot about Call Me Maybe. I'm we like, should Ow. put that up on the on the on the, on the Instagram page. What? Your top ten, yeah, the top ten songs you've been listening to. We should put that up. So put it, put for it up 2019, future. Footprints by Waster, Massachusetts by Silverstein, very good song. Hmm. Pieces by Valencia, very good song. Always Summer by Yellow Card, my favorite Yellow Card song. Hmm. Duh. Lawnmower by City Lights. Bleed for You by Hidden in Plain View. So good. Do You Feel by The Rocket Summer. I don't I know. That song. I don't know how this wound up on this list and so high. <laughs> but I know how it got there. <laughs> All of Your Love by Hello Goodbye. I have no idea how that got there. Um, Fall Before I Fold by Valencia again. And then rounding out the top 10, Playing Fiction by Rome. Oh, that's a good song. So good. All right, my uh, I'll read off my top ten on Spotify, but uh, I think it needs to be mentioned that I only rejoined Spotify uh, like a year ago or something. But before that, all the stuff I was listening to was on Google, uh, Google Music. So like, it doesn't really have a good track of what I'm into. But essentially, going from the top one to ten, number one, who do you love? Uh, this means war, stutter, desperate measures, all to myself, burning up yesterday, (laughs) blow by Chris Stapleton, uh, and Bruno Mars, uh, shut up and kiss me and wildfire. So I feel like the album was just played a lot and that's what I stuck to, but, um, that's Mariana's trench, but, um, they're, uh, that, that band for me, definitely for the last two years, I've been playing them nonstop. Oh yeah. You know, just like. When they when I when I got older and actually you you were the one that played for me uh, who do you love and you were like oh I think you're gonna like this and I listened to about thirty seconds of it and I was like this is dog shit yeah because you're a drunk <laughs> I think that's the same uh, night that you had two bottles of wine and got fucking like, uh, s- sloppy drunk nah that never happens yeah right um, and then I came back and tried to convince you that I had discovered this great song <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'll tell you what song I I really love. Uh, that came out in 2019. Um, 
Shit. What the fuck? Where'd it go? Be All Right by Dean Lewis. I don't know. Very I don't sad know. song, but also very good. You like sad songs. I do. I'm just a sad person. person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a sad, mo- sad guy. A mopey asshole. He's a sad guy. That song's very good. 2019. Ryan, top three. We already went over my stuff. Yeah? Yeah. Same again. Like, that felt like 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, just go. Let's just move on to movies. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we're going to talk about movies, and uh, there were a lot of great ones that came out in the 2010s, the last decade. But you That's said, 10 years. You said you had a pretty goddamn good movie, and there I got to hear it. There can only be one movie of the decade. Is it Daddy's mm-hmm. Home 2? No. It's Daddy's Home One. But you realize you're <laughs> saying you're saying was one movie over the last ten years that you could watch over the past decade that is just so good. No matter the time of day, you're not flicking past it when it's on TV. Absolutely not. Bees Actually, oh shit! Now I got another one. All right. <laughs> you could say you could say this movie has layers, layers. and and levels. Are you picking up what I'm putting down yet? It's Inception. That came Inception out in 2010. Yeah. the best movie of the last decade. <sighs> Tell me I'm wrong and I'll fucking uppercut you right now. <laughs> it's, I don't want to say you're wrong, but I feel a, like... It's a good, excellent movie. But I feel like if people Critics were to... say it's a good-ass movie. If people were to list a lot of the movies that came out in 2010, I'd be like, that one's better than Inception. Mm-hmm. Interstellar. No. Not no. Better, not better crazy. Those no, Interstellar was great, watch. but it's not better than Inception. I'll never know. Are you just as shocked every time you watch Interstellar? Yeah, every single time. Every single time is like the first time. God, that's the one with you're me. so simple. That's the one with Matthew McConaughey, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all, all right. right, all right. <laughs> Who's going to get to it first? <laughs> About to find uh, no, I think I think. Um, all right, all right, all right. I think. Um, this is us. <laughs> It's freaking inner, me out. Inner stellar. <laughs> we should just do a podcast where you just talk like him yeah, all the time. Matthew McConaughey the whole time. Um, no, I, I just, I'm struggling with the idea that that. The fuck is the lobster? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I heard about that actually. Get Out was good. I heard the lobster was very, very good. Very interesting story. I've never seen it. I mean, a lot of the um, twenty movies in the 2010s can be considered superhero movies, right? Yeah. I mean, because there was like a hundred of them. Yes. Right. Well, so one of mine was going to be, obviously, uh, The Avengers. That was... Which one? Which one? Well, it would be the first one, not Endgame. It would be the, the, the first Avengers that they did. Um, so just Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Is that the name of the movie? Marvel's Avengers. Or just The Avengers. I don't say they came out before the 2010s. Really? No way. Oh my god! Look it up. I'll look it up right now. I'll tell you this right now. That you're is, wrong. This has been the longest decade. There's of no my way. Life. The Avengers. 2012. Okay, I'm wrong. Yeah. Thank you. I accept your apology. 2012 Avengers. That is that movie did a lot. I mean, first of all, it set the tone for the next eight years of movies. Um, it it just it created the script for what all these other uh, hero movies were going to be about, and then we saw Hollywood go away from original films and just remaking stuff or doing stuff that had notoriety already. So you're not seeing new films per se. You're seeing, you know, whatever works, whatever's going to make the money. So for me, the Avengers was a gamble. It didn't know it would necessarily be as successful as it was, and it was fucking huge. Oh. Come Comic everybody knew movies are gonna everybody knew the Avengers is gonna be great. Uh when Iron it's Man more, it's I, more of a surprise when those movies do shitty. Yeah. Like um Justice League. I was I not liked, surprised. Did you see the, I the liked, trailer? I know I you always Justice say that it makes me so angry every time you say what, that. Because I like <laughs> Justice League. I'm it's also not so a comic book fan, so I'm just like a guy that like grew up like seeing Batman as a cartoon character and a toy. No, and then I, here he is on the big screen. I mean, granted, I grew up with like the Batman's like that came out in the late eighties, shitty ones in the nineties. <laughs> I never there was no there was no Aquaman in the movie. There was no. Uh, I don't you know, never saw. Uh, there was no Flash. Was it Justice Friends? Was it uh, something Friends? Wonder Woman. Yeah, there were, uh, I forget what it's called. But Justice League had its own shows in the eighties and the nineties. 
the cartoons. I watch them because I'm not a fucking nerd. Well, I mean, it wasn't like I'm saying that Justice League was bad because it did something bad to comics or anything like that. It was bad because it was a bad fucking movie. I thought it was a good movie. What was I thought the, Ben Affleck was a surprisingly good Batman. What was the best superhero movie that wasn't like a tag team, like a, an Avengers kind of movie? Thor Ragnarok. That Black was a good Panther that was my good two movie. favorites. Thor Ragnarok was really good. No, I got one that beats both of those. What's up? Deadpool. Deadpool's oh, great. Yeah, I keep forgetting about Deadpool. Deadpool's amazing. It's so good. I don't it's even a, consider it a comic book movie because it's so good. It is really good. It definitely it de- it defies a lot of the rules. Fuck. I have such a boner for Ryan Reynolds. I fucking, I love him. Oh, we struck ladies, a chord. Ladies and gentlemen, four truly's in. <laughs> we have struck Dude, a chord. I, I once got, I got a haircut last year and I walked in with a picture of Ryan Reynolds and I said, make me look like this. <laughs> and the guy like looked at me like, Charge you another $200. <laughs> you're going to need some lipo. You're going to have to hit the gym for a couple years before you look like that, but I could, I could try with the hair. Yeah, I love Ryan Reynolds. I He's can tell you that with all honesty that Ryan I agree Reynolds with guy. you and I remember, I was a Ryan Reynolds fan when he did National Lampoon. Yeah. Way back when. That was I think that was Van my Wilder. introduction. That was my introduction to Ryan Reynolds. He was very funny. Did you know in National Lampoon's Van Wilder that Jesse Pinkman, Aaron Paul, was in that movie? He was like the tweaked out dude in the hallway during the party when Van Wilder's dad shows up. I Van think Wilder's I remember dad's that. like, Do you know where I can find Van Wilder? And he's like, Yes, I do I remember that scene. Yep, 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 yep. I do remember also that. in that movie. My whole heart. Brooke Davis from One Tree Hill. Sophia Bush. <laughs> Didn't you used was to come it? home from work after a long day and just watch One Tree Hill? Yeah. <laughs> Every Monday night. It's a waste of the 2010s. Or so. No, it was not. <laughs> that was also before. Oh, now. When did One Tree Hill end? I think I started the 2010s with the end of One Tree Hill. That's a sad time. Speaking of sad... There were a lot of celebrity deaths in the 2010s. I'm, oh, I didn't God. even look at this. I'm we're drawing a blank. There. I knew we were going to get to this. I was not looking forward to it. It's a segment we like to call Oh wait, Rip. We Hardly oh, Knew Ye. fucking wait. Harambe. <laughs> no, everybody <laughs> shut up. I want to I Google the list first, even though I know who the worst celebrity is. I know, it's, I I know, know who it is. I know who your answer is, too. We'll say it on three. One, two. Robin Williams. It's Robin Williams. It's Robin Williams. I mean, Yes. I texted Andrew. I just feel like I've had a lot of time to get over that. What are you going to say? Because I feel like you're going to say somebody else. I just have had a lot of time to get over Robin Williams. <laughs> and so the fresher wound to me, the one that hurts Jeffrey Epstein. more. <laughs> can't, can't believe that guy's gone. Definitely did kill himself. Uh, the day Robin Williams died, I texted Annie in all caps and just said, he's gone. And she was like, what? I was like, Annie, he's dead. And she said, who's dead? And I said, Robin. She went, who the fuck is Robin? I was like, Robin Williams is dead. I can't, I have to spell this out for you? What's wrong with you? I was waiting for the bus after a long day at work, and it was a very, very sad day for me. There's a there's a couple that I want to go through. Then we could, let, Let's just start kind of naming them, and then you can pick the one that impacted you the most. So obviously Robin Williams. Ugh, top um, of the list. We also lost Prince. Uh, Prince. We also lost Michael Jackson. That was in the 2010s. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was before. That was in that was in like 2008 or 2009. I'm gonna look that up because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. sure it was 2009. Let's see. Wow, Amy Winehouse died in the 2010s. My God, this really I, I know this is like <laughs> the 20th time I've said it, but the 2010s were the longest decade. It, it there, a old. lot of shit happened, man. Rip Torn. Mm. Oh, David Bowie. Rip. Oh, Paul. Oh, no, Paul Walker. Ah, you're right. Playing he died in 2009. Yeah. Michael Jackson. I was on tour when he died. Yeah. Sorry, oh, Whitney. Oh, Paul Walker. Whitney Houston. Paul Walker. You never that's, heard, that's about, a, you never heard a, about the drink that we heard some people order in, when we were in Philly. A pink Whitney. <laughs> Those fucking Philadelphia people are so savage. They ordered, with the waitress at a bar, a flaming walker. A flaming oh. walker. And we, she was like, what is that? <laughs> it's a... It's an Irish car bomb with a shot of fireball. Jesus of Christ. And she, she went. <laughs> she, she was like, you're fucking vile. And I was like, yeah, that's terrible. And then ran to the bathroom to laugh my brain. <laughs> because as terrible Can't as do this it was. Publicly, it was funny. That's. Oh, man. A for creativity. How about Carlo eating the, the chowder at that bar? <laughs> that made me sick to my it's stomach. brave man. Alan, Chris Cornell. Alan Rickman. Dead Alan Rickman. Alan Thick, 
Yeah, Alan Thicke. Anthony Bourdain. That's another sad. That one. was a oh, that one hurt. That's another me. sad one. That one hurt. Leonard Nimoy. Yep. He did not live long and prosper. Right. Well, of course he, he did. He really did. It wasn't he as literally long as did. We would have liked. Um. Oh, what? Uh, Mary Tyler Moore. What's? I'm just gonna go through Princess Leia. Why can't I think of her name? Amy Fisher. That's Amy Fisher. Not Amy Fisher. No. Amy. Something. It's Fisher. I'm just going to go through this list of 67 celebrity deaths over the past 10 years, and she's bound to show up. Okay, go ahead. Oh, well, I'm going to pass text. I don't even know who that is. You oh, can go Luke to the Perry. top. You can do the top 15. Luke Perry. That That's was a sad. good one. Oh, there she is. Carrie Fisher. Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Amy Fisher is the red killed her husband. Killed her husband. Well, killed her, no, she killed her husband's wife. Uh, killed her boyfriend's wife. That was the Joey Buttafuoco case. Yes. Uh, keep it going. Um, Carrie Fisher's mom. Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. That's right, yeah. They died like the same week or something like that. Oh, Elizabeth Taylor. I didn't know that. Here I didn't go. know that. Oh. Uh, Bill Paxton. <laughs> R.I.P. Big Billy. Big Billy. Uh, I don't know who that is. Tom Petty. That Talk one was sad. That one was sad. Talk about that a heartbreaker. Alan Thicke, which you mentioned, uh, uh, who I did not know until he died. What a coxman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Slaying. Uh, Joan Rivers, Burt Reynolds, Birdie Burt. Burt. That that hurts. Uh, oh, Carlo, Carlo lit a candle when this happened. George Michael, goodbye, yes. Ram. Yep. Mac Miller, Aretha Franklin, James Gandolfini. That one. That's hard. Yeah. That sucked. Yeah. Who else we got here? Uh, oh, Casey 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 Kasem, who I did not know. Um, voiced Shaggy in the Scooby Doo cartoons. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Well, he did. Hmm. Uh, oh, this one. This one hurt. Philip Seymour Hoffman. That one. Philip oh, yeah. Seymour. That Hoffman. was in the 2010s. Yeah. Jeez. Philip Seymour Hoffman introduced me to the term "shart." I had never heard <sighs> the term "shart" until I saw Long Came Polly, and in like the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie, he. Waddles into the little art gallery where Ben Stiller is and goes, we have to go have an emergency. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he goes, I sharted. <laughs> and Ben Stiller's like, what the hell is a shart? He's like, and it's just his body language. He goes, I went to fart and a little shit came out. And I was crying in the movie theater because I had never heard that before. The same way Tim Allen invented the verp, which is the vomit burp, Philip Seymour Hoffman invented the shart. So I actually have a, a, a quasi... You can't call it a personal connection, but I've had an interaction or more than one interaction with Philip Seymour Hoffman. He um, he was one of the donors for uh, an acting group that I was a part of, and uh, he was part of the Labyrinth uh, Theater Society. Um, and basically, uh, he you know put on little theater things here and there, and he would uh, donate money and his time and stuff to give speeches and stuff to all the up and coming actors. And uh, I remember I got the opportunity to audition for a play he was going to be starring in on Broadway. And uh, I remember it was the shortest audition I've ever been on. <laughs> I, next. I walked in the room. I saw it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is crazy. And then I started to, to give the lines. No reaction from any single person of the thing. Thank you. Okay, goodbye. And I walked out. And that was like the third or fourth time that he and I had interacted. One time he just uh, told me he liked my pants. Which is really nice. It was and, a nice uh, way of saying you're a <laughs> shitty actor, but I like your pants. <laughs> no, this is another entire. He doesn't. I, I, I doubt he ever put the interactions together, but they were a big deal to me. You should have been like, I love what you did in Boogie Nights. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, so when All he right. died, I was definitely because uh, he was a, a really notoriously generous close personal friend. He was a generous. The same friend. way me and Robin were it, close. Right, well, clearly, Robin was a staple he was in your life. <laughs> Moving on. One of his worst movies. Patch Shut Adams. up. Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Another sad. Oh, wow. That was super sad. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, Penny Marshall. Two more. Rip. No. You want to stop naming dead people? We got 30. <laughs> like two we more. got 30 to go. <laughs> no, look at my 30 to go. Uh, Dick Clark. Keep going. Oh, Scroll sad. faster. All right. Jesus. All right. Here we go. Corey Heim. Uh oh! At, wow, that was in the 2010s. Adam Yock from the Beastie Boys. BB mm. King. Oh, that's sad. I don't know who that is. I actually got to see him play before he died. Oh, this one sucked. Michael Clark Duncan. Damn, oh, that was that rough. Was fucking yeah, that was again. sad. Oh, and that was uh, sad. the legend of Ricky Bobby. 
Don't, don't you stick that, that knife in your leg. <laughs> <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh, Donna Summer. Wow, I didn't even realize. Wow. Oh, my God. Dennis Hopper died? Wow. I don't know who that is. Dennis Hopper? I don't know who that is. From Speed? The Mario Brothers movie? King Koopa? Oh, that's Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Oh okay. Okay. Uh, I know his face. I didn't know the name. Okay. Oh, Gary Coleman. Florence Henderson from the Brady Bunch. Oh, my God. Leslie Nielsen. Leslie uh, Nielsen died? Yeah. Oh. That was in 2010, too. Jesus. Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. Um, we're almost at the end. David Cassidy. Um, oh, Gene Wilder. Oh, Gene Wilder. That's a sad one. Hugh Hefner. The day the world went flaccid. <laughs> Hugh Hefner died in 2017. <laughs> Uh, Chuck Berry. Nate Dogg, R.I.P. Alan Rickman, as you said. Mm-hmm. We're almost at the end here. My uh, God, get there already. Oh, Avicii. That was a sad one. This one. That was oh, sad, actually. Yeah. This sucks. Don Rickles. The day the world stopped. Working. You know, um, what's his name? Did a one a really good Don Rickles impression. Uh, did you see uh, um, The Irishman yet on Netflix? Yes. Uh, um, uh, shit, what's his name? Jim Norton. Jim Norton did a beautiful Don Rickles impression. Oh, he was supposed to be Don Rickles. He, in that that's movie? who he was. Yeah, oh, he was know. really like if you watch old Don Rickles like stand up stuff yeah. that he was doing, he hit it spot on. I did not know that that he was nailed it, and he looked Don just Rickles. like him. He did a really good job with that. I was really impressed. By Moving that. on, this is a sad one. James Garner. Mm. Who, for some reason, they expected me to believe is what Ryan Gosling grew up to look like in the notebook. Oh, yeah. They casted that, yeah. Ryan Gosling as a young James Garner. Come yeah. fuck on. I mean, listen. You let George Jefferson. Mm. Well, that's not his name. It's Sherman mm-hmm. Helmsley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're almost there. We're almost there. Shirley Temple. And that's it. That rounds out the list. Okay, wow. moving on. <laughs> okay, so. You brought this one up as a topic, uh, the best decade comparison. And we're all guys in our 30s, so we pretty much have, like, three options here. Yeah. We're going to put a bow on this episode and compare decades. See which one was the best one. He just said that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just reiterating. I just wanted to use the oh, term. Okay. I just wanted to use the term, put a bow on it. Great. I think my favorite decade was the 2000s. 2000 to 2009. No way, man. That was a good one for me. I love the 90s. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you're, what, five years older than me? Yeah. Well, you were born in what? 80... 83. Okay, so three years. three years older than me. But, like, that's when the Knicks were in their prime. The Jets were the Jets were bad, even worse than they are now. But that had, that test of variety. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Can we intertwine them? Can I cop out and go like halfway the through the 90s? Halfway through the 95 to 2005? 95 to 2005? No, I can't do that. How dare you? No, I, I mean, I was four when the 90s started. So, like, I only remember like 95 and on. You know? Yeah, I mean, those were the good years. 92 right. and 93 I mean, were the kind end of, of the 90s were good, but as a whole decade, the 2000s, the first 10 years of the 2000s were good for me. I started high school, graduated high school. Started a two-year college, graduated eight years later. <laughs> that was when, like, I, you know, I had started my first band in the early 2000s, and then, like, finally in, like, 2006, like, joined, like, an actual band that, like, actually did things, and I did my first tour, and I made, like, an actual record, and it was, you know, I was doing a lot of things that I always wanted to do that I couldn't do just playing shows at the Red Zone every weekend. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with But you. that's also when I met all you guys. Well, oh, not man. me. I hate that decade then. <laughs> yeah, no, you didn't meet me then. Did you? No. Nah. I, I didn't know you. Been, well, no, I no, met you in you 2010. Me, yeah, it would have been 2010. I met all of them in like 2005 yeah. or two. You would have known them, yeah. yeah. I mean, you and I knew each other. Yeah, yeah, since yeah. 2000, 2000. Early 2000s. I, I have to agree with you for very oddly, very similar reasons. In the 2000s, you know, the, the 2000. Actually, that's why I met them in like 2002 or 2003. Anyway. Anyway, in the 2000s, that's when I started doing stuff like stuff that I wanted to do for me. Like it wasn't just what I was experiencing as a kid anymore. It was like really like going out there and trying to do stuff for myself. So that was, you know, that was the, the acting and the stand up comedy and all that other junk where uh, I didn't need a job or anything like that. And I was just out having fun, drinking, having a good time. So like for me, yeah, that those were the, those are the years where I got to really um, kind of 
find myself as a person and like get involved in shit that like did you did you did you find yourself? No, I'm still looking. <laughs> Slippery mother little motherfucker. <laughs> 2000s was when I had my first beer. <laughs> 2000 when you had your first beer, really? Not the year 2000. No, I'm saying, 2000. but in the 2000s. Well, yeah, because I was like 11 or 12 before the 2000s. You had a you had a beer when you were 11? No, I had a beer when I was like four, fifteen, fourteen. I don't know. I think it was like <laughs> 2003, maybe. I had my first beer. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, it was around the same thing. I how, how old were you when you started watching porn? Well, I had the illegal cable box. Oh, baby. So the <laughs> parents would channel. go away, and I would just unplug it from the regular cable box, put it into the illegal cable box. I was probably like seven. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so the young. Fact that, that, <laughs> the fact that you knew how to do that when you were seven. I was so young that I didn't know what to do with my erect penis. So I, I would just lie down on my stomach on the floor and just like press it against the floor. Oh, I just had no idea what to do with it. See, did you have scrambled porn? I had no. scrambled porn. I used I to try to jerk it between upstate. the lines. Yeah. Like Sometimes that was my thing. Like, try I used to have it upstate. Figure it out. Figure out the shapes and stuff. Like, I think that's a boop. But I was an idiot because my par- I would always bust myself because my parents would come home and all the blinds were shut. <laughs> I'm like, why are all the blinds shut? Were you watching the illegal cable box again? I was like, no. 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 no there was glare. Yeah, it was. There was glare. It's in complete darkness. Why is there a big wet spot on the floor again, Devin? <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God, you must have had like major rug burn. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't take my pants off. Okay. <laughs> so so denim horrible. burn? Yeah. <laughs> it it sounds horrible. But yeah, but the 2000s. Wait, snap so you're going, you're, Ryan, you're going straight 90s. Oh, yeah. I love it. All day. Yeah, there was just so much going on at the time. It was more about what you were experiencing, being, like being a part of something. Yeah. I mean, the 2000s were great, too. It's like when I started working, you know, my first job full time. Uh Got super hammered the first time I was in the 2000s. <laughs> uh, it was great. But um, for me, the 90s was still better. The end of the 90s were great for me because that was the attitude era in the WWF. Oh, oh I love that. So you got DX, Stone Cold. Loved it. Rock. And then you got the, the the Monday Night War. So you got the NWO. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it, was good. it was a good time to be a Scott Hall, Kevin fan. Nash, living the rock star life. I love it. My favorite, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, finally mm-hmm. won the... WWF Heavyweight Championship <laughs> right after my, I think, 10th birthday. Oh. Oof. Did you watch it live? On my 9th birthday. Of course I did. Yeah, I made the illegal yeah, cable box. I had the illegal <laughs> cable box. Yeah, it was beautiful. Great. It's beautiful. Yeah, so I think uh, we got that. Yeah. So I think that's it for this podcast, guys. I think we're going to leave you out with some supermarket flowers. Oh, yes. oh baby. Took the supermarket I don't know this song at all. So <laughs> shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> it's the first time I'm hearing it. To everybody out there listening, welcome to the 2010s. <laughs> oh, wait. Welcome to the 2020s. Ed Sheeran's grandfa- grandmother, dead as fuck. Oh, oh, Rip God, Granny. So sad. Mento, in it? <laughs> Absolutely mento. See how sad this sounds in a cathedral. <laughs> oh, different. Watch out. Yeah, that's that's not the one. Shit. Yeah. That always in the cathedral. cathedral. Oh, my God. He was definitely a choir singer. part's great. That's the sad part. Oh, it's tearing them up. Oh, God. Does that not just rip out your insides? May your 2020 be super positive, <laughs> happy, and filled right, with wonderful goodness. It's going to be it for us. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.